Hello, everyone. Happy Saturday. Welcome to the third episode of Jared's Thoughts with yours truly, Jared Dreschel. Today, I'm going to be answering three questions that fall into the category of what makes a good product for Amazon. So this is uh, from some DMs that I got, a series of questions on Instagram. And the first one is, do you sit on inventory and have things that don't sell? Now, this, I will start off by saying, yes, that happens. I think too many people beat themselves up up over choosing the wrong product if it doesn't sell right away, or uh, they overthink when they're in the store, they overthink the product. The true fact is if you want to scale a business like this, you have to buy everything. Like literally everything that's profitable, you need to buy and quit overthinking the numbers on it. Quit overthinking if it's going to sell. I mean, obviously, look at the data. You know, don't buy a product that is you know isn't going to sell. But you know, if it's not going to sell in a week, that's fine. You know, sometimes you have to sit on things a little bit longer. Uh, and as far as things that don't sell, this is why I think that's really important to have an eBay account as well to try to move some product that might not sell on Amazon. That's what we do. So if we have things that get sent back from the FBA warehouse or that we choose to have sent back that have been in stock for a long time, we will go ahead and list them on eBay, and that's how we get rid of them. So I think that's a, a really good option. That's why I really recommend having an eBay account and an Amazon account. So to answer that question, things that don't sell need to go on eBay. And do you sit on inventory? Yes, it happens. Like for example, these Godzillas we have. I had these Godzillas in my back room of my apartment for six months and they're still sitting at the warehouse and we're just now finally sending them out. And they were before they got to my house, they were sitting at my partner's mom's house for about a year. So and they're finally selling, and they're $50 Godzilla, so it'll be worth it. And we got about 40 of them. So just to put in perspective on how long you can sit on things. And on eBay, I've sat on things for like three years, literally. I sold a personal training book not long ago that I had been – it's like the first item I ever listed on eBay. It finally sold for $5, and it made my day. Uh, question number two is do you lean towards purchasing hotter name brand products? And the answer for us is for the most part – Yes. It's yes and no, but yes. On Amazon, here's the thing about Amazon. You're using their platform to sell your products. You're not doing any of your own marketing. You're relying on Amazon. So you're going to want to go for products that are being purchased on Amazon. Now, some people, and I've gotten DMs from people who are starting out saying that they want to carry a product that maybe isn't hot yet or something like that. And it's just... That's fine, and you can take that risk. That's fine. The only thing is, is that unless you're going to market that product yourself and then send them, send your people to an Amazon link to buy it, uh, you're going to have to just rely on that product getting hot on its own, which I never count on. I think it's better to not try and predict the future, but just to act quickly on what is working currently. That's what I have found to work best. So yeah, big names, name brand. When I'm looking for a distributor, if I'm looking for a uh, speaker distributor, for example, I'm looking to see if they have JBL, Pioneer, Bose, all the big name brands. That's how I do it. And then uh, question number three, do warehouses you work with require a minimum dollar amount order? And what are those numbers like? Uh, So what he means here is when you are ordering wholesale from a company to get items in bulk at a cheaper price, Uh, whether it be from a distributor that carries many brands or whether it be from the brand directly themselves. We do both. 
Um, and a lot of times, yes, they do have a minimum dollar amount order uh, as far as the minimum amount of product that you have to purchase uh, in order to make an order with them. Uh, and these numbers vary. It varies. It just depends. Like, for example, uh, we just I was just on the phone with a grocery distributor two days ago, and they have a $15,000 weekly minimum order, right? That's like probably the highest I've ever seen. That's $60,000 of product a month. Uh, most are not like that at all. And it's not even broken down weekly for the most part. Usually when we work with a brand, uh, there's no time frame on when you have to make orders like that one, you had to order every week and it had to be $15,000 at least. But most of the time you'll be ordered to be able to order periodically whenever you want. And the minimum orders are usually like a couple thousand dollars, like, like two to $5,000 I'd say on average, um, you know, working with like electronic brands or home good brands. It's, that's usually about all it is. So I hope that this helped uh, to help you determine what makes a good Amazon product and how you should go about getting them. I have a uh, really helpful YouTube video up on my YouTube channel called How to Source Products for Amazon FBA and eBay. Uh, if you just type in my name, you'll be able to find that video. And uh, that's like eight minutes long, I think. And that'll give you uh, a more deeper look on how to source products as far as, you know, what products you're going to buy and sell on Amazon and eBay. But anyway, guys, I hope you have an amazing day. Come back tomorrow for another episode, and you can check out the video version of this on YouTube if you are tuning in to the podcast. Thank you guys so much. Have an amazing day.